When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So just leaving the Vitalik Stadium, the team bus rolling past me, or well, both team buses as it happens, um, heading for their flight back to the northeast after the 1 1 draw here on the south coast. A long journey and one which. Uh, which sees Newcastle heading home with a point. And yeah, to mixed, mixed feelings, I would say. I could stand here and say Newcastle didn't take the initiative and push on and win the game. But I could be standing here and Newcastle could have lost the game quite easily later on. But let's try and go through it chronologically before we talk about the big moments. I thought Newcastle started on the front foot really well. Performance-wise, I think they probably gave Eddie Howe what he was looking for. I think that 83% possession in the first 10 minutes, which can be a misleading start. But... You know, on a day when I say maximum starts, when Isaac starts, he was just hoping that they would have that, possibly that fresh, fresh look to the attack, something different. But it just didn't gel, and Isaac made what I thought was a good run. He didn't seem to do the hard work, and then overran the ball, and then. Shortly after that, Bournemouth started to... They were given a bit of encouragement by Newcastle and they grew. They grew in confidence as the game sort of began to unpack. Um, and forced a couple of corners. Again, Newcastle conceded from a set play. Corners whipped in. Very similar, very similar to West Ham last week. Almost an identical goal. Um, the ball is whipped in. Newcastle have a couple of opportunities to clear and don't do it. And then someone's left with uh, space at the back post and he applies the finish. Identical stuff to West Ham last week. So if that was something that we've been working on during the week uh, it's, it's a little little area for improvement I'm not here to to hammer Newcastle for, for making defensive errors in a season where this is in my lifetime this is the best defensive displays I've seen so I'm not going to I'm not going to go over um, defensive errors too much but 
I think they know that they can do better and that's that's uh, that was very apparent but look credit to them they got straight back into it after the after they went behind and found a way to uh, to get back in the game had a really good time really good time to score just before half time uh, St Maximin they got him on the ball this is going to be the key if St Maximin plays you've got to get him on the ball you know um, they got him on the ball on that occasion and he made a good run down the left and played a good ball into Sean Longstaff who was a player playing with confidence happy enough to take the ball in the final third and release a shot which forced Neto into a save low down push to the side and then Almiron follows up opens his body up and curves it curves it in the bottom corner to make it 1-1 and at that point you think right brilliant they've got the platform now to go out in the second half and push on um, which it didn't quite unfold like that Bournemouth two banks of four hard to break down and Newcastle just couldn't find a way through I think they found the openings fair enough but in terms of clear cut chances I'm thinking back like like you I will look back at the game I'm just giving you pretty much a live verdict of it uh, but I can't think of any t- too many clear cut chances maybe the one where St Maximin had the shot it's bobbling around Gordon and Longstaff were in there but I just think nothing clear cut really fell their way it was just openings and you know then then the initiatives of Bournemouth to to push on and and get the win and they need the points they look like relegation fodder to me they look like they're going down Gary O'Neill looks like a man who is a few games away from the sack and they needed to they probably needed a win today but they didn't that moment where Silanke back heels it towards goal and who's there cool as you like Q trip here I think you take about three touches on the line it didn't go over that's that's for certain and it just casually clears it but that's what Kieran Trippier has done all season and again he come to Newcastle's rescue Newcastle pushed on after that it was the last roll of the dice but couldn't find a winner <laughs> frustration was creeping in yellow card for Joel Linton a couple of injuries thrown in today Almiron coming off Willock coming off We'll have to see exactly how long, if if they're out for any long period at all, what the uh, feedback is on those two. 
But uh, it ended 1 1. Bournemouth probably were the happier. I don't know why they were that happy because, as I say, they are severely threatened by relegation. And yeah, Newcastle take a point. But there was positives, they've extended the unbeaten run to 17 matches in the Premier League. Still only lost one game. And make a new record unbeaten in the Premier League eight matches. Go past the 2003-2004 team who had seven games unbeaten. So, overall, you'd say could have been worse. Could have been a lot worse. But I thought there were positives to take as the dust settles. Um, this is the thing when you do well, like the expectations go up. But it wasn't that long ago where on a day like this, Newcastle would just fold and they don't do that anymore. So, yeah. The other point being Arsenal drew. There was a chance to close that gap down. Um, Spurs got beat. There was an opportunity to extend that one. But, extend the gap there, but they were unable to do it. But, at least they got the point. And they go in that Liverpool game with just that steely resilience about them. Now, going back to the, what I felt was an undercurrent, a few nerves jangling, people don't want to get injured, people don't want to get suspended, they don't want to get sent off. There's a cup final on the horizon, so... There is that, but this is what Newcastle, if they're going to be successful, they're going to have to get used to that sort of thing. Um, Eddie Howe, after the game, philosophical as ever, but really, he'll, he'll feel, he'll feel disappointed in some ways. He'll be pleased they got back in it, but he'll be disappointed that they didn't put themselves in a position where they took advantage of Bournemouth's frailties. But it's a day where the fans go back. Long journey, they were brilliant today, and some will just be happy that Newcastle didn't get beat, but I think everyone's got their eye on that final now. One more game to go, Liverpool next week. Be nice to head off to Wembley with a win. Are we even saying that? It feels absolutely crazy to say. We're going to Wembley still, so lots to look forward to and lots to learn as Newcastle find their feet as a top four team and learn learn just learn just how tough it is up there we knew it was tough at the bottom and it's proven to be tough at the top as well but they're still in there Champions League place Europe still beckons next season 16 games to go final straight around the corner and Newcastle Still unbeaten.